0: Hi guys, and welcome to the first episode of The mid round. This is the first episode of this counter Strike podcast I'll be hosting every week, so I hope you enjoy it, and let's get right to it. So today I thought we'll discuss the transfers that have been happening this summer break, because it's been the largest transfer episode of Modern CSGO, so we'll go over all the themes, and I'm going to use Twitter... Thread that uh, Logan Ramhap has posted. So, first of all, we'll start with Cloud9. So, Cloud9 are looking to bring in... um, This is only a rumor. It hasn't been official yet, but it's pretty much confirmed. Uh, So, Cloud9 will add Electronic and Perfecto instead of Buster and Nathany, probably. So, Cloud9 will look like Electronic, Perfecto, Axel, Shiro, and Nathany. And this team is just unbelievable to be honest i thought this is the best change i think of the player break and everything seems to make sense to me on this team because i can just imagine for example on the t side perfecto lurking on one side of the map hobbit lurking on the other and the pack being electronic axel and shiro i mean the firepower upgrade is unbelievable on this roster i mean they essentially have like three top seven players basically when Ele- i mean in- at his peak electronic was top four so and i think he can still remain as a top 20 player but while well being an IGL easily and i think this additions w- will inspire axel and shiro to start performing i think electronic as being he will be the leader of the team and i think he'll bring the best out of axel and shiro Especially Axile, who is obviously, obviously extremely skilled, But you can see in some games that he's lacking that extra killer instinct. So I think that with electronic leading, he'll sort of propel him into being more consistent with his good performances. Because when he's on, he's probably the best rifler around. Maybe apart from Nico and he's at the top of his game. So overall, to be honest, I think this team should be the best team in the, the world in the next year, I'd say. The only thing that I think can hamper them is if they don't change their style. If Groove, for example, Groove is Sinan's coach, by the way, if you didn't know. So I think the only thing that would hamper them is if they remain with the style that they have been playing. But I don't think that would happen since Electronic will probably in-game lead and I think he'll bring some stuff from Na'Vi. And overall, I feel like this is just a no-brainer. There's no way they this can't work. That's what I think. They may not get off to an amazing start at Cologne, for example, because some teams that play in Blast, in the Blast groups... We'll have more practice in officials, so I think uh, playoffs would be a good place to aim for heading into Cologne for Cloud9. So that's Cloud9. Next we'll have Vitality. So Vitality, after winning the major, they replaced Dupree with Flamesy, And I think this is, overall this is a good change. I, I really like it. Firstly, because people forget that although Dupree had a good major and... A good event prior to the major. His whole stint in vitality, he was almost, he was basically as bad as Apex stats wise. And I think people gave him a free pass because he improved for the major and they won it obviously. But I think it's more risky to bank on him staying consistent. Then getting a new, fresh player like Flamesy who was free as well. He was a free agent after his contract with OG ran out. So I think this was an opportunistic move, sort of similar to how OG got Dexter instead of Mantu uh, a while ago, when Dexter was a free agent, because Mantu was the best player on OG then, but they just saw the opportunity and took it, and I think this is similar Situation, And I think it's a great addition since Flamzee, his aim is crack and he brings a lot of good energy into the team. If you've watched any podcasts with him or maybe some interviews or when he cast some games with Harry and Hugo at ESL Pro League last season, he brings the good vibes. And I think now having the really young core of the team with Apex, the leader, the older experience leader and Magic being the leader as well, while still being young, Magisk is only 25, although he's extremely experienced. And Zywo, obviously, best player in the world. Spinks st- just started getting into his own on um, Vitality. So I think this is a this is a great upgrade for the future, and it sort of reminds me of... The structure of the team reminds me of FaZe, in that they have a, all older, experienced in-game leader, so Ipix and Carrigan. And then they have just four great players. With one of them being a little bit more experienced, which is mag- Magisk Majisk for vitality and rain for face, and then the free the young trio with Flamesyzy was paying, and then for face twists, Robs and Brokey. Obviously, there are some disparities because Zibu obviously is like the best player in the world. But I think, yeah, overall, I, I really like this change. And I think getting younger players heading into CS2 is the right idea as well because I think they will they will be more likely to adapt. And they're just hungrier. And as well, what I heard on a podcast uh, on HLTV Confirmed, what Sponge said, I think, or maybe Prof, I, I, I don't remember exactly. But it was that Vitality liked to sort of framed their teams in cycles so they framed that when they changed from a french team to the international team of the danish players that was sort of the inter the first cycle and they their aim was to win the paris major so now that they won it they succeeded and now they're sort of starting the next cycle. So they are replacing the previous Flames because that's the right thing to do for the future. So overall a great change. And I think Vitality will stay, stay at the top of the rankings for the foreseeable future. I mean, I don't know if there will be top one, but there will definitely be title contenders. Unless Apex is calling starts to go bad or Flames, it doesn't work out, which I think there isn't that much of a risk with his transfer. But I think Vitality is well prepared for CS2. And next we'll go with EG. So EG obviously it's been reported that they had big plans to spend big during the player break, but it was said that some players pulled out and then other players that heard that those first players pulled out and then decided to pull out themselves because a lot of it was Elish was rumored to join Electronic, Zorty Jax and yeah so they had big plans for a large international roster Uh, but I heard the theory that I think could be true that Electronic was meant to join but then he got the Cloud9 offer so he pulled out and that's what made the rest pull out and that makes a lot of sense to me so instead EG uh promoted four players from the eg black so their second team into the main roster and they the main roster just auto- automatic left yeah so now their team is automatic george hexed walco and junior and then rushes on the bench uh i like this change to be honest i think junior improved a lot when eg black were playing in some of those some of the tournaments that i've seen i think junior improved uh, I haven't seen much of Walker and George, and to be honest, Hext, I like Hext's energy. I think the shouting is, is fun, but I think Rush would bring a little bit more experience, and I think he's a little bit more of a solid player, because Hext, when he played on the main roster not too long ago, he wasn't really impressive. And Automatic is way more solid than anyone thought when he came back, and I think I think this has a chance to work since obviously Liquid is not an NA team anymore so they'll have big chance so they can snap up talent, more young American talent so I think it's an okay change for what they had to deal with with their plan A not going through but I think it's it's alright. Next we have Complexity and Complexity made just the one change so they replaced Fang with a leash from Liquid. And I think this is just a straight-up improvement, since Fang was decent but inconsistent on complexity, but Elish, I think a change of scenery for him will be a very good thing, since in Liquid it seems like quietly he was one of the reasons that it wasn't working out at Liquid. There's been stories about his sort of mental not being too great, but I think being in complexity sort of an underdog team and him being the star of the team will work well for him and i think it can have a good impact on the rest of the complexity guys since elish obviously i mean he was a top five player in the world at some po- at one point so i think he this is just a straight up improvement and i think they can make maybe top 15 top, they i think they can be a top 10 team if Grimms still performs the way he did and Holzer keeps up his level and Floppy as well I think Floppy was deemed to be uh, one of the best young NA players but he hasn't been as good as one would hope for but if he gets his level up just a little bit I think Complexity could be like a nice top 10 team and sort of the pride of NA especially since Liquid changed so now we'll go on to Team Liquid so they replaced Elish. And Nitro, Nitro who was retiring, and they got Patsy and Rainwaker from 500. So this is a very interesting change, mainly because they are now majority European, so they will have to play in the European qualifiers and European RMR for the major which is a massive change because the European RMR has proved to be very difficult even for teams like FaZe and Cloud9, who haven't qualified, and G2 for IEM Rio. So this is a massive gamble, I'd say, from Liquid, but I guess they're just trying to get themselves into the EU market. That I think that will be their direction going forward, and I didn't want to break the bank, although I would have liked to see that because... If they are going European, I think they they would need a bit more help to fight against other European teams in their Mars. For example, I think if they tried to get Frozen, for example, from Mouse, I think Frozen is excellent, and he's very young. And Patsy, I think a lot of people are saying that Patsy is a good addition. I, I guess so, but firstly, he's he's a very similar player to Yikinder. And I, I'm not sure how their roles would work together. On the T side, I think it would overlap a little bit, but I guess they they have it figured out since they got him. And also, people, I think, remember Patsy from like one and a half year ago, two years ago, when he was very good. But over the last sort of year or, or six months, he his form has really dipped. And it's concerning, because that spirit squad that they had with Patsy, wonderful siren Magics, and chopper when you look at the players i think everyone will say that this could easily be a top 10 team but after their sort of successes at majors they fell away and they didn't do really anything at any other tier one tournament so i'm not sure if he'll be able to sort of reignite his form but we'll have to wait and see and Also, I I also thought that maybe they could have got someone like Grimm back from complexity because I think even if he has a huge buyout, which he probably does, I feel like getting him back and still being majority American would be enough compensation for not having like a star European player and the huge buyout of Grimm. That had pretty much a guaranteed spotted the major I th- and Grim I think is very good I-, I think he just didn't have the roles when he came to Liquid and if they put him straight into Elijah's roles I think he could easily be like a star player for them but I think Liquid just wanted to go European going forward in the long term and that just the squad that they are starting with the only other thing that is redeeming about this roster I think is the fact that they got such a left field player as like Rain Waker, I don't think a lot of people expected them to get Rain Waker and a lot of people I don't think even knew who he was but the fact that they went so left field with this transfer I think tells me that they've done a lot of research and that it was a really thought out move so I that gives me a, a little bit of hope into that transfer that they really studied him and deduced that he'll be the best player for the positions that he's going to play and so this is a massive risk I think I think this team will really struggle at the beginning, but they may improve over time. To be honest, this is this is really just a gamble as to how Rainwaker and Patsy will fit in. And also this team has a lot of unknowns because OC, OC while still while improving, he's still not like a top tier upper. He's probably if you look at the top 10, he's probably like eighth, the 8th eighth best hopper or something like that. So it's still not great. And Jekindar, he's a top 20 player and he ha- he's IGLing, which I think isn't the greatest for him right now. But I think for long term, I think it's a good idea. But he seems keen on it and dabs, liquid cold coach also some skin on it yeah so i think it could work but it's risky right now and then we move on to spirit so these changes aren't confirmed yet but the rumored team is is that chopper and magix stay from the old lineup and three players from spirit academy join so it would be Dong, Artfrost and zontix so i haven't watched Uh, much of the Spirit Academy matches but I play HLTV Fantasy a lot uh, on the HLTV website and I know that Donk and Artros are always extremely expensive and that they're basically ripping apart the tier 2 scene and every tournament they play they're like the best players and Donk is 16 so that's that's quite crazy. So I think this team could work. It's like a CIS young good squad with Chopper at the helm. I think Chopper is an, a good leader with nice mechanics as well. He's really good individually. And Magic's I thought is was very good as an entry fragger as well uh, in spirit. So I think this team could could work. I think they will qualify for the major, and I think they'll they'll improve steadily. Yeah next we go on to big so big kept only Tapsen and crimbo from their main roster and they added two players from their academy sin and process and they replaced hyped with mantu so this is an interesting change because mantu uh, from what i know understands german but doesn't speak it So it's sort of like a Zantares situation, but a little bit better that they may have to communicate in English and having to communicate back and forth in English and German may be a bit confusing. But I think Mantu is a big upgrade over Hyped. Um, Hyped looked impressive at first, but he's sort of like a flashy player with not so good stats. And Mantu, I think, is the opposite. He's not very flashy, but he brings quite a bit of impact. And I'm actually sad that they also got rid of... I actually thought that the big team could have worked if they only got Mantu instead of Hyped. Because Kito, I think, is a nice player, like, as a fifth. Because he has pop-off games and, he's, and he can drop 30 if he has a great game. And I think he's really underrated. And Faven, I thought he was improving as well, but he's he, he's living on paternity leave, so we don't know if he would have been changed had it not been for him becoming a father. But yeah, Big Academy has produced Sin, and Pro- Sin already was in, played in Big a few times, because Big always need substitutes for their issues. So Sin, Sin wasn't that impressive, but process I heard is quite a big talent, so I, overall I, th- I, I like this team. I think Crimbo is coming into his own as the star player and the only thing is Tapson. He used to be like the second best player on the team behind Sirson and now he had a bit of a slump individually, so I hope he can come back into his own and get back to, to fragging as well as calling. Next we have Falcons, so Falcons it used to be a full French roster but uh, now they transitioned into an international squad and they benched misuta and python and kenny obviously retired and now their squad is nbk and body remaining the team and then it's longs mhl and boros and this is a very interesting team i think because it has a nice mix of young players and experienced players as well as everyone i think is can shoot very well and um, boros everyone saw at the and at the major that he's like a no-nonsense entry fragger and a lot of people were supply- surprised that falcons actually managed to get him ahead of some other higher profile teams but i think falcons uh, are a saudi organization so they have the money to- they had the money to dish out i think it was two hundred thousand dollars for boros Uh, They also got MHL from Endpoint. And I think MHL is a great pickup since he was doing very well on Endpoint for a long time. He also was previously on Mouse NXT and he also did very well. He's sort of like a consistent tier 2 upper. And it's about time he gets sort of like a tryout at a bigger, a better team. And they also got Longs from Sprout. And Longs recently on Sprout, he hasn't been performing that well. But I think that goes for Sprout as a whole but beforehand before he went to sprout i know ants were looking at him so yeah i think longs can really can still be good and then for the experienced side we have buddy who is still fragging very well he he's he was a star player of the falcons french lineup and i think he, he's great and he can still be very good and then nbk as the igl and first of all he's He's very experienced. He can also shoot very well. I remember when he joined Mouse for the brief period of time before they got JDC. Uh, he was shooting very well. So I think overall this team has a big chance of sort of joining like the top 15, making a cheeky playoff run, that sort of area. So, yep. Next we have Na'Vi. So Na'Vi is probably the most like what the fuck change of, of the... Of the transfer market, to be honest, I just thought they would change NPL. They would replace NPL for some CIS player, but they're only keeping Simple and Bit. And joining them is ima from Gamer Legion, JL from Apex, and probably was most surprising Alexi from NIP. And this team is very has a lot. There's a lot of questions around this team. Firstly, because of English, I know that for example Bit. I'm not sure if he even speaks. English at all. I mean, maybe he speaks a little bit, but that that would be a steep learning curve from him, especially because I think he was a little bit of an individual slump while playing on Navi, the Ukrainian Navi. So now having to also learn how to communicate in English it will be hard for him to perform, and also Ima I I know he's he's obviously played for Gaming Legion, which is an international roster. But I watched the podcast episode with him on HLTV confirmed, and his English isn't isn't great. His it's I mean it's it's enough for communicating in CS, I guess. But I don't think it's it's amazing. S- Simple English also isn't like unbelievable. So yeah, basically the the language barrier may be a bit of a problem then we have the players themselves i mean they they got ima and jl which are sort of like the new discoveries from like the past six months of the tier two they are risky pickups to be honest because obviously they're in good form and right now it looks like they got the two most in form riflers in europe but they're not proven in any way so they're sort of banking on them keeping up these performances which isn't a guarantee in my opinion then they have Alexi who to be honest I know a lot of people are sort of weirded out about them getting Alexi but there is there aren't really many IGLs go around in the sort of in the international scene because who else could they have gotten like Dexter from Mouse maybe maybe they could have gotten Shufy but it was reported that Mouse had a buyback clause for him. And yeah, I don't think they really had much choice apart from Alexi. And Alexi, I think he has good English. He has a lot of experience now with a lot of different teams. Admittedly, not a lot of success, but maybe that will change with Simple on the team. And the other thing is, I feel like they don't really have a supportive player because back then they they had Perfecto, obviously which was their sort of support player but now i think someone will have to transition into that because alex isn't really a supportive player JL and imar star player were star players on their team star riflers so i don't know if maybe someone like Bit would have to transition into like a more more of a perfecto role um uh, so that could be an issue as well and this team i don't have any hopes for them sort of early on. Maybe in the end of the year or maybe at the beginning of next year they'll sort of reach their peak as a team. Yeah, but I'm, overall obviously I think it's one of the most interesting changes of all time maybe in CS. Next we have NIP and NIP just changed changed out Alexi for Hampus who came back from his break. And so this is an interesting team. I still feel like on paper this team looks way better than they actually play. Because Rez, like, two years ago, 2021, he was extremely good. He he had, like, games when... He had, like, city sites where he was, like... had, like, 20 kills and 6 deaths or something. And he was playing extremely well. But then just... I don't know what happened recently, that his level went down a lot. Then Brolan also, he was very good on Fnatic. His He's very young still, but his level also sort of just went down out of nowhere. Head trick is decent, but I think he needs to learn how to play a bit more aggressive, how to p- deliver more impact. But he has a good relationship with Config, and I think Config... Config, with all his controversies, I think he's still a great player. He's also like a no-nonsense no- entry fragger. who who have pop-off games. And he's also, I think, a good influence on the team sort of vibes-wise. And then we have Hampus, and Hampus after his, I, I'm not sure what his level will be after his break, but even as an individual player, I think he's really good. So yeah, I think this team could 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 improve over time, and I think I think they could still be good. And in the future, maybe if they don't like the international thing anymore, they don't want to continue it, they can get knock back from Apex, and some other Swedish player maybe like crims to be more supportive because Nokaino has improved a lot on Apex so yeah but I think NIP they're sort of like a top 10 top 15 team still like that's what I feel like that's what I feel about them so moving on to Astralis Astralis I mean Astralis is just so confusing to me I mean they kept Blame, Device and Buzz and they got rid of Altex and Glaive to get Porup and Stare and obviously Stav, De has been to, everyone has been talking about him as the next sort of Danish talent Device did an interview where he praised him a lot so that's not really surprising but getting a Borup is very weird since he's sort of like a player that was when I think of him I think of a player that wasn't good enough to be on Heroic so getting him onto Astralis is weird especially since for example Altex I thought he looked like he had a lot of potential and I think Had he stayed on the roster, I think he he could have steadily improved and gotten better. I think Altex was even more impressive than Baz. But I guess Baz is sort of there because of Device partly, because Device likes him so much. And I guess Baz isn't really bad, but he's not really lighting up the scoreboard in any way, apart from in the pistols. So, yeah, this team... I was excited for the return of Astralis with Device playing good and blame, but this team doesn't really give me a lot of hope, especially since Blame is in-game leading, and I thought that just a pointless, pointless change to have Blame in-game leading. He wasn't, when he was leading in complexity and in other teams, he was more uh, baity than he already is right now. So, unless he sort of changes his approach and activates himself, or maybe stay in very aggressive positions, I think this change doesn't really make much sense. Um, Next we have OG. And OG have made a lot of changes. Only Fiku from the recent roster stayed on the team. Nexa came back from the bench, uh, from his leave, and will IGL. Uh, And then they got Regali from ex-Copenhagen Flames. And also they got Fasher from Fnatic and Kito from Big. And this roster is just so confusing as well. Because Fiku is a decent player as like a sort of anchory support player 5th. Nexa is obviously a decent IGL, but his level is still sort of unknown. Um, the bright spot of the team is Regali, who has been tearing it up in OG when he stood in for them for Dexter and also in X Copenhagen Flames. So Regali is a good addition. But then they got Fasher and Kito, and I said already that Kito I like I like him and I think he's underrated, but I think he's a good sort of fifth, fourth player on the team not like one of the main main stars let's say so that's quite confusing and then Fasher who is 28 i think his his pushing 30 so he won't probably improve much in his career and i don't know he wasn't very impressive on Fnatic i mean he had his moments but he wasn't he wasn't consistent and yeah th- i mean this team seems like just a bunch of mid players and regali so I don't have much hope for it. Apart from maybe if Fico maybe gets put in some better positions because Fico actually his rating isn't great, but he's playing the the worst positions. So maybe if they put him sort of in better positions, maybe he can shine a little bit. But apart from that, I'm I don't have much hopes for this team, even in blast groups which they like so much. Okay, and then it's Mouse. So Mouse got rid of Dexter and JDC and the replacements aren't official yet but it's pretty much confirmed that it's going to be Shuhe and uh, Jim Fat from the, their NXT roster. And yeah, I really like those changes. I mean, I thought Dexter and JDC weren't really bad but they weren't amazing either and I think Shukhe shows showed definitely that he deserves to go to a better team and I'm actually really happy that he went to a team... That's sort of like a top 10 fringe team. Because if he had gone to like a Na'Vi or a G2 or something like that, I would be scared for him to be under too much pressure and sort of crumble. But yeah, I'm happy that he'll get to hone his skills in a team like Mouse, especially since he knows two of the players. He's already played with Torji and Zershin on the team. And Frozen is obviously like a, a star player that I'm I'm not sure how he's still on Mouse. Maybe he has a huge buyout. And then if Jim Phat joins from Maus NXT, that would be also a great addition since, since Jim Phat is basically the best player on Maus NXT. And he's playing basically the same roles as JDC. So overall, I really like this team. I think they can make a playoff or two. And yeah, I'm a big fan. Then we have Furia. So Furia got rid of drop and save. And they haven't also confirmed their new additions yet. But there's there are a lot of rumors that is going to be fallen. Joining them and one more player. And this team is very... I'm undecided because... I guess Fallen will in-game lead if he joins. And to be honest, if they get another, like, aggressive young rifler, I think this could be a nice team, because Art will be, like, the turbo-aggressive space-taker, like a Yekindar type, and and then if they got one more player to sort of mop up after him, like a second player in, Fallen on the up and leading. Fallen has, been, has proved that his level is still good enough especially in Brazil where there aren't really any any great oppers. And then Keiserato and Yuri closing out the rounds, I think. This could work great if Fallen puts his system in place. And yeah. And as for drop and save, they've joined MIBR. And I think that's a great move since drop, I think, showed some promise. For example, in the quarterfinal of the real Major against Navi when he dropped like 28 kills in the on the last map. So I think there's promise with him. And safe, obviously, before joining I when he was on pain, he was tearing it up, basically, in tier 2. And he had, like, one over 120 rating. So yeah, I think they could really improve on MIBR, and maybe they can qualify for the major and make more of a dent in the tier 1 scene. As for some other news, PGL have revealed the schedule for the qualifiers for the RMR, next RMR, and they will be in January. they start from January 8th at the earliest. And the latest they will end January 28th. So that's really a, an interesting place to have DRMRs. Because with that position, the qualifiers will take place. Then straight after them, the Blast uh, Spring Groups will take place. Then straight after that, I am Katowice and then the armar itself will take place and then two weeks after that the major so there's literally no breaks for teams that are blast partnered and will have to play in the qualifiers so I th- that will be a hell of a gauntlet and uh, what's more is that with the armar starting so early in January the players will basically they won't have a, much of a player break since they will have to practice a lot for the RMR, and it's it's going to be CS2, so they'll have to practice probably even more than usual. usual. So, yeah, they'll have to get through a lot of a lot of gaming. But I think at least it's nice that PGL revealed the schedule so early, uh, so everyone can prepare for it, basically, and there won't be any mayhem and stuff like that. So that's nice. Uh, from other news, also the new ab- CS2 update came out recently, where they added nuke uh, to the map as well as office as well and to remove the mirage so that's quite a curious thing that they added office actually but i guess office is sort of like a fan favorite map uh, amongst the casuals so i guess that's why they added it um and yeah i'm going to read through some notes so they added casual game mode as well so that's also nice because some people probably don't have the time to play to commit themselves to a full competitive game the shooting they fixed rare cases where bullets would not follow spray pattern the audio so yeah i know that they changed the audio a little bit and uh, by the way i I don't have the cs2 beta i wasn't invited but i heard from some pro players that the audio is not is much more confusing than it was but maybe it's the case of getting used to it but yeah they said that it's much, much more confusing and a little bit more quiet in some places so yeah i guess they'll have to adjust that no grenades can be, can now be inspected so I, I guess valve are just exploring giving skins to grenades and to the zoos so i guess i mean it's sort of like a minor change that it's not really that groundbreaking Uh, then the movement I know they're still trying to fix the movement so it feels as close to 128 tick on CSGO I know a lot of pros have been complaining about it but I I heard on Twitter that people are saying that it's getting better and better so hopefully they'll come to a conclusion sooner rather than later Uh, and yeah and some other minor changes so yeah all in all, I think the changes are good. Uh, it's it's nice that they brought out Nuke so quickly. I'm not sure how long Mirage was sort of in the pool. But if they release a new map every two weeks, then maybe we'll get, we'll get CS2 by the end of summer. Yeah, but I guess uh, it's better if they improve it and release it when it's actually good to play without a lot of bugs where every time they release the map during the first day, everyone can, finds some ridiculous bugs like the one on mirage when you could walk on the skybox so yeah but overall i think it's a good change and that would be it for today's episode so if you enjoyed it please subscribe and yeah see you next week